Hello, hello. Welcome back to the SLP Corner Podcast. That felt so good to say. I am back. I am here. And I have, of course, a very special guest. One of the most special. Welcome. It's me. Hello, hello, hello. It's Guggen. It's Guggen. She's back. Of course, I was like, you know what? I have not had a podcast come out since February 28th. So no podcast for March, none for April, and it is now May 29th. So it's exactly three months of a hiatus. And I am going to explain to you why, because I've gotten a lot of DMs on Instagram being like, are you alive? Are you well? Where did you go? Um, So first... I'm going to cover that. Gagan knows everything that's been going on. Yeah. And so I just want to kind of run through that. I was a little bit less detailed on Instagram because I feel like if you are making the effort to come and listen to my podcast, you care slightly more. And I don't think I need to go into all the details on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Why I was away. So anyways, first I want to say that normalize taking social media breaks Mm -hmm. and normalize just like Pacing out for a little while and taking a little re- time to reset. Do you agree? Yep. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So that's like first and foremost. We should all be able to do things like this without really having maybe an actual reason, especially if it's something that's like a hobby. Mm-hmm. If it was work, obviously entirely different. But normalize taking breaks from your hobbies that turn out to be big commitments <laughs> that you need to stick with every single week. Um, but yeah. So basically, I actually have quite a few podcasts recorded. Like I have some with my mentor and I have that. I just haven't posted. Because I was like, you know what? I just like don't want to do it sporadically. I'd rather just like take a big break. Essentially what occurred was I went on vacation. I got COVID. I found out some concerning health news that is not like life or death, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) I think it's fine, but it's been causing me a great deal of stress a lot of stress yeah and so I feel bad a lot of my clients like are probably like why are you missing work because I've had to miss work for a lot of medical appointments but I'm fine but that's just been a serious stressor yeah and I'm have more appointments coming up like seems like every Friday I have a doctor's appointment (laughs) (laughs) so that's been happening and um yeah I basically just was like you know what I do not have time to do this podcast um I hate when people say I don't have time. Okay, it's not that I don't have time. I didn't want to. I didn't. I didn't feel that I could. Prioritize you just don't have the capacity during that time. We love the word capacity. We love the word capacity. Yeah, yeah. So that's where I was. Do you think that covers everything? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, just work, life stuff, traveling. And Still, I ran stuff. a yeah. marathon. Yeah, yeah, you did. Woohoo! Woo-hoo. Can I get a whoop whoop? <laughs> so happy about that. Still, still ran that marathon. Did I know about my health issues at that? Time? Yes, definitely. Yes, I did. I found out the week before. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wow. So, anyways, I'm fine. She's alive. She's here. Yeah, I'm here. I'm present at this time. (laughs) I'm fine. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So, all this to say, I am back. I'm going to be posting podcasts again for the time being. I've had such a nice time just, like, not doing this podcast because I love the podcast. I genuinely do or I actually would just delete it and I would never post again. But it is honestly so much effort, you guys, to record and edit every week. Yeah, I bet. Yep, I can see that. Oh my god. Wow. But you're here. I'm here because I still enjoy it. Like me and Guggen were preparing for an interview and we talked about SLP for like three hours and yeah. I was like, oh, this is why I have a podcast because I love to talk about SLP. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, so 
I asked um, for some questions because I didn't want this just to be like a very like self-absorbed like way everyone's making me so much <laughs> talk. I want to also like give something to some the other people instead of just like venting about my problems. So um, we're also going to talk about one of the questions that I got today. What was the most difficult part of grad school? I figured since we're talking about difficult things. <laughs> you know what I thought of right now, Glennon Doyle, how she always says we can do hard things. Yep, we can. So let's just go into that with that mentality. We can do hard things. Mm-hmm. So even though we're going to be kind of talking about what was the most difficult thing about grad school, we can do hard things, you guys. Like, yep. If we can do it, anyone can do it because I was literally one foot out the door the entire time yep. in grad school. I was not totally not about it. Yeah. Like school person. Um, I liked undergrad better. Me too. I think I just. I felt like I was just so close to finishing in our master's that I was just ready to roll out. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm done. Okay, so you can go first. What was the most difficult part of grad school for you? I think for me, it was the time management because in grad school, you're given so many assignments and like things to read and things to do and things to prepare for that it's almost impossible to be prepared for every single little thing. And it's impossible to do perfect on every single little thing. And so you just have to go easy on yourself and know that you also need to life outside of school and work and you know when you start doing clinical practicums you'll learn this you go to work you work from like nine to five or eight to four whatever it might be and you go home and you relax you might do a little bit of prep for the next day but that's it it's you know you're at work you're committed to work but then you also have a personal life and I feel like it should be the same for school I know that's a lot harder said than done But if I could go back and do it again, I would have my personal time and I would prioritize that. And one thing I started doing is Wednesday nights, I would always work out. That was my Mm -hmm. one night. I made sure I always got a workout in, whether it was outside, inside, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I wish I had done that from the very beginning. Like Mm -hmm. that made my grad school so much easier. Worked out with my friends, chilled that night. And I just feel like we need to remember that we're not perfect and we need to prioritize our mental health and well-being first. Mm-hmm. I love that. I think that's a really, a really good one. I remember getting my syllabus, um, or my syllabi, because it was like all of them at once. And in the first week, and I was the first week of my first year, so it was brand new to this. And I was like, oh my god, I'm never going to be able to do this. And it just comes down to time management. So that was a really good point. I feel like for me, um, the hardest part was that I was just over school by the point... Like, by the time that I, not even by the time, because I really just went straight from high school into my undergrad, straight from undergrad into my master's, but I still, it's, because, like, some people come back in their 30s, and I'm like, oh, I can definitely say why you're over school, because you've had such a big break from it, but I don't know why I was just sick of school, and, like, I think I enjoyed school better in undergrad, because we had, like, breaks between classes, Mm -hmm. so say you have, what do we have, four classes a day or something, or five? And you can pick and choose. You pick and choose, you like go to a class, go to a cafe, go to a class, walk 20 minutes, go to your next class. It's like constant breaks. Mm -hmm. But our master's program felt more like the structure was really draining to me. Like we would get there at nine, we'd go till 12, we'd get one hour lunch, we'd go to five. It was like a nine to five job. Yeah. And I don't do well with structure like that. That's why I'm in private practice in the first place. Like Mm -hmm. I go crazy being stuck in the same room all day. We never got to walk to another building for, like, it was all in the same room, yeah. in the same building. And I don't know if all master's programs have you stay in the same room, the professors come to you, but, like, it was so hard for me. I was so bored and drained. Mm-hmm. I, one thing I did to help that was I would walk home for lunch, because I lived close to the building every day for lunch, no matter what, I would never socialize, because I was like, I'm so drained of being in this building, and, like, 
I just needed some alone time. Yeah. If you can't do that, like even just like walking to like another building, having lunch there or like making sure you can just go to a cafe or like maybe every, like one day a week you like kind of just get out of that building. Mm-hmm. Cause I felt like I was going crazy mm-hmm. being in that building constantly. Um, that was really hard. And the workload I found was hard, but I always would prioritize my life over the work, which wasn't great. Like I probably didn't do as well academically as other people or even close to how well I did in undergrad because I just wasn't mentally present. Um, but one thing I did to help with the workload was I would work throughout lectures on assignments and <laughs> projects. And I think that was a game changer for me. I think I would have been so much more discouraged and bored if I didn't work through lectures, which I don't know if that's a good recommendation. I don't even, I'm not even giving this as a recommendation. I'm just saying what I did because if I wouldn't have done that, I would have had so many hours of work after school. Yeah. And that's the last thing I had in me to be able to do. But I also found that in grad school, for example, the first three weeks I was really freaking out because I felt like I needed to do all these readings and I needed to take notes extensively on each and every single reading. And I quickly realized that it's just not possible Mm -hmm. if you want to even sleep at night and eat and you know like brush your teeth in the morning you can't do every single more every single reading i barely did reading yeah and i realized that yeah because i found that for me i learned the information i needed to learn through lectures and i didn't need to do all the readings and i did the readings if i felt like i needed to to actually pass the course or if i was particularly interested in one topic Mm -hmm. other than that i ditched the readings because it took too much of a mental um Yeah. To sum it up, um, it sounds like time management and just like the commitment to grad school overall are like two things that we had challenges with. Um, And we've given some kind of ideas that we use. So like Guggen found it helpful to weekly workout. Mm -hmm. What else were your takeaways? I did assignments with friends so that they went by faster. We could all kind of collaborate and it was just fun. It it just kind of sucks to be on your own better at your desk doing an assignment alone. It's so much fun. Like, I would meet up with one of my good friends in the program. We'd try different cafes, and we'd just have so much fun, I remember. Like, yeah. it was just fun. Like, some at some points, we didn't always get our assignments done, and that was fine. The because, bonding over yeah. doing schoolwork is unmatched. Totally. Even throughout yeah. undergrad, like, that feeling where you're yeah. just kind of delirious, and you both been working at something for so long. It's, like, it's kind of, like, when you look back, it's, like, all oh, those were, like, really good times. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, and then for me, I would just say do what you got to do. You don't need to do the readings. If you really feel like you can't do them, honestly, don't do them. This is, <laughs> this is like the angel and the devil on your shoulder. <laughs> and um, if you need to work through lectures on your laptop while you're in lecture and you feel like you can answer questions still if you're called on, because I wouldn't recommend like yeah. doing things where it never seem like you're doing reading, like your work, mm-hmm, you guys, mm-hmm. because that's disrespectful. But like the amount of workload they give you is disrespectful. <laughs> I found like that really helpful for me um and overall just know that it's like two years it's gonna fly by Mm -hmm. you think about how fast your undergrad went by and then Mm -hmm. you're gonna be done and then you're gonna be an SLP exactly okay well on that note I hope that wasn't um this is a bit of a depressing podcast wait can I add one more thing (laughs) yeah that I think everyone needs to know Mm I am level one prompt trained Mm -hmm. and Shannon is doing level one right now and let me tell you, it changes things. We should do a podcast on that in the future. Yes, please. Let's mm-hmm. let's do it because I'm obsessed. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Okay, I'm going to stop there. Yeah. But let's do another podcast on motor speech and prompt. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
I know there's lots of controversy over like, oh, does it really have good evidence? Or like DTC has better evidence. But Guggins had so many positive experiences with her yes. clients at work. And my niece has apraxia and her SLP like swears by prompt. So I know there's lots of controversy surrounding that topic. And I bet some people would feel like they're going to, like it would drive them crazy if I didn't touch on that. Because they'd be like, no, do you even know the evidence? Like whatever. Yeah. But I know like a lot of personal and professional ex- people that they've had like very good experiences with it and it's yeah. been very effective and Guggen really like I by love it. it. I've used it with one of my clients. She has improved so much. Yeah. When I first saw her, she was maybe 30% intelligible. She's five years. She's like 90% intelligible now. That's We're crazy. working on our sounds at this point. Yeah. Like it's just insane. Yeah. Okay, well we'll touch on that in the future. Let us know if you have any questions. Just DM me if you have questions about prompts specifically. And it is great to be back on the podcast, mm-hmm. you guys. I forget what I say. Oh my! See you next <laughs> Monday. <laughs> okay. Yeah. See, see you next Monday. Bye.